Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 30th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. September 30th, which means Last day. Saturday, tomorrow is October. Oof. Where in the hell has know. time gone? Man, I don't know. It's weird. It's it an really illusion. Is. It's timey-wimey. It's Jeremy Barramy. It's Barry-me. all the above. It's a flat circle. Um, yeah. Do you Are you of the opinion that spooky season can start at Labor Day or does can it start does it have to start on October 1st what is your spooky season line of demarcation I personally feel like October 1st is the best start for it but I'm also like as soon as fall hits like as soon as the agreed upon fall season hits well, but is that is that like the autumnal equinox or is that yeah. Labor Day which is kind of like the unofficial start of fall? No, because it's still so unbearably hot even okay. like right after Labor Day. I don't personally feel like it's fall and spooky season until like we're you know low 70s which we okay. are. Okay. Yeah. Fair so it, it's spooky season now. I've I've been counting it since what is that like September twenty first or twenty second? Is the equinox? Yeah. Oh yeah, twenty uh, second. Yeah. yeah. But okay, that being said, enough. as soon as Halloween is over, it's Christmas. So Christmas gets two months, and them's the laws. Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving doesn't really need its own season, no, so God, it's, all, no. it's all wrapped up together, but that's ah, cool. exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, it is officially spooky season as of tomorrow, then, yeah. by Ashley's decree. Yeah. That means that on the second day of spooky season, you can get really creepy and scary and horrifying, as I will be hosting this week on Broadway, along with Peter Felicia Ooh, and Michael Portant here. You can check us out at 10 a.m. on Sunday the if scariest. you want to listen to us live. Uh, by heading over to patreon.com slash broadwayvideo, broadwayvideo.com slash patreon. You can participate, send messages in chat and all of that stuff. Uh, You can be a part of the conversation from there. All right, Ashley, let's get into some news and some bit of news that you and I have both been waiting for eagerly came out on Thursday morning, and that is the complete casting for the New York Theater Workshop's upcoming off-Broadway revival of Stephen Sondheim and George Firth's Merrily We Roll Along. They, of course, had already announced the fact that Jonathan Groff will play Franklin, Lindsay Mendez will play Mary, and Daniel Radcliffe will play Charlie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really interesting group of people who are in this cast where... Some of them are like names we know very well. Some of them seem to be pretty young and have only like kind of done some national tours. And so I, I'm really excited that they have kind of gotten a mix of well-established theater performers with new people kind of having maybe perhaps their biggest job of their careers because that is kind of what the show was about. Um, exactly. So having that diversity and ages and experiences really runs the gamut of of what the story is. But Let's talk about some of the highlights. Um, Hamilton alum and somebody who appears on uh, Hallmark uh, Channel programming uh, occasionally, <laughs> Crystal Joy Brown um, is playing Gussie, which is fun. Yeah, the great, very. the great, the great Katie Rose Clark will be playing Beth, which is also very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, running through some other ones, the indomitable Reg Rogers is playing oh my Joe. God, yes. You that you approve of that? It casting. is my favorite casting of the bunch, a hundred percent. I'm so excited for it. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, Vishal Vayada uh, is playing Jerome. That's his lawyer, Jerome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then uh, Jacob Keith Watson is playing Terry. Uh, Natalie Watson is playing KT. Uh, Corey Mock 
uh, is playing Tyler. So just some really fun ones. Talia Robinson is playing Meg. Some other really fun things in there with people who are uh, uh, kind of having their first opportunities. So overall, yeah. again, we don't know everybody. How are you feeling about Crystal and Katie and Reg oh, and, and all it. of these folks? Yeah, I think it's great casting. I'm really excited about it um, in ways that, you know, I'm obviously very excited about the three leads, but that yeah. price point still has me down a little bit. But I, I think this is such a good mix, like you said, of newcomers and people who are established, um, people who haven't had many opportunities and this is maybe the biggest show of the oh, sure. season. Uh, so to see everyone who maybe hasn't been on a Broadway stage in a while, hasn't been on a Broadway stage at all, very likely will end up on a Broadway stage in the <laughs> near future when this inevitably transfers. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before. This is not just a New York theater workshop yeah. production. There, yeah. is, there are some uh, commercial producers attached. Yeah. So <laughs> so this is not just happening at NYTW. We will mention, of course, previews begin on November 21st with an opening night set for December 12th. They are currently scheduled to run through January 21st. But speaking mm-hmm. of the price point, New York Theater Workshop is committed to making tickets available to every production via its Cheap Ticks initiative. Yep. For Merrily We Roll Along, NYTW will offer a limited number of tickets to all regular performances beginning November 23rd um, for $25 via a Cheap Ticks digital lottery in partnership with our friends at Today ticks. Um, so this is a lottery that's in lieu of like how they normally do cheap yeah. ticks and cheap ticks rush because obviously uh, <laughs> that, that th- this would be insane for this cast um, if they kind of yeah. did things the way that they normally do. But uh, as you said, single tickets are currently available for $145. I did the thing that I am want to do and I have done for multiple different theater companies yeah. and I just, I got their cheapest subscription course, yeah. package. Like, and honestly, it was like 200 bucks or something or two something and it was worth it just yeah, for this ticket remember. and then I can see other stuff. So, um, it's a good I'm deal. Excited. It's a great it a deal, deal, especially for New York Theater Workshop, who is yeah, excellent. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, as good as they come. As good as they come. Um, another off Broadway company, it also does Broadway stuff as well that had a really big announcement that I am very excited yesterday was the Roundabout Theater Company and they announced the world premiere of the new play Primary Trust by playwright Ebony Booth will be directed by Nude Adams and it will star the great William Jackson Harper absolutely and uh, who's an Emmy Award nominee, of course, having starred in the Underground Railroad and of, of the Good Place. I'm literally Obviously. looking at my Funko Pop of him, of course, right yeah. now. Chidi uh, supremacy. As Chidi Onagane, I have him. He's right next to Jason Mendoza and Michael. Um, <laughs> and I've got all of them. I've got all Love of them. It. So, Basic. Now I need um, one. Yeah, well, we'll see. Wow. Um, so. Well, I mean, I might get him for, you know, maybe yeah, I'll yeah. get him. I don't ah, know if they're still available anywhere. Uh, but he is starring opposite Obie and Outer Critics Circle Award winner April Mathis, who previously appeared on a roundabout stage in the title role of Tony Stone. She is currently making her Broadway debut oh, yeah. in the piano lesson. Um, mm-hmm. Primary Trust will begin previews on May 4th and officially opens on May 25th at the Laura Pell's Theater. It is currently slated to run through July 10th. Um, in the in the show, William Jackson Harper plays Kenneth, a 36-year-old bookstore owner who spends his evening sipping Mai Tais with his best friend Bert at a local tiki bar. When he's suddenly laid off, 
Kenneth is encouraged by a quirky waiter, played by April Mathis, to face a world he's long avoided, the transformative and even comical, with transformative and even comical results. Um, having him play a bookstore worker um, who's a little awkward is, yeah. I mean, so fitting with the cheaty uh, persona that I'm a little disappointed because I know he can do so much more. If you watch the, the, the show that he did on HBO, was it called Love Life? That, um, yeah. Uh, Anna Kendrick yeah, did season one. He did season two. That, yeah, yeah, and it's all it's like an anthology series mm-hmm. where it follows somebody's life. You know, he can do a lot of other things. Um, and he, of course, has appeared off Broadway in a in a number of things, including Zoe Kazan's uh, After the Blast, opposite uh, Kristen Milioti, which he yeah. uh, then went on to star in The Last Resort on Peacock, which just uh, wrapped up its first season ah, uh, opposite her. I so. Miss yeah, very excited about uh, both of these two off Broadway shows coming totally. up this season. Yeah, very excited to see him. I think he's has he been on Broadway before? I think he's been off Broadway. Yeah, done a ton off Broadway. I don't know if he's been on Broadway. I don't not that I'm aware of, but I'm not a, but he um, might have done like a thing before I would have recognized yeah. his name. Yeah, that's very possible. I'm glad that in this unfortunately post good place uh society that we live in now, uh he's getting so many eclectic roles i still have to watch love life and obviously didn't get to the resort but i think he's just the bee's knees that one he's great he's great very good um all right in some other news this is a little less exciting but still exciting because it's just a smaller thing um sticking with the roundabout theater company they announced the complete cast for their special benefit concert reading of the pirates of penzance coming up on october 17th we already knew a bunch of the cast, including all of the stars like uh, David Hyde Pierce and Ramin Karimloo and Lily Cooper and Colton Ryan, uh, Samantha mm-hmm. Williams. Uh, but they did announce a few other cast members on Thursday, Gabby Campo, Katie Lee Hill, and David Abelis as the police sergeant. Um, so we are talking here, you and I are talking on the 29th. Depending on when you are listening to this, whether in Patreon or in the regular feed, if you're listening to it in Patreon, you have to wait a few hours. If you yeah. are listening in the regular feed, you've already heard or you've, you already have access to this. But Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out on Disney Plus on Friday the 30th. Right. I don't know if, I don't know if that was timed with this or not, but in talking, know. in talking about it, um, the film producer David Kirshner revealed that a stage adaptation is officially underway. Uh, he said, quote, this started before COVID, but now it seems to be back on. And that is that they are building a Broadway version of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I just want to pinch myself and I'm just afraid that I'm going to be nine years old uh, and on a little league field again. But it's just so wonderful. Just <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> like, like he if he pinches himself, he's going to wake up from a dream. Yeah, I, I, guess I guess that's what it means. Yeah. Uh, but it's just so wonderful uh, just to stand back and watch all of this. Um, it seems so perfect because this show or this film has been obviously it has musical theater stars in it, but then mm-hmm. it has been so embraced by the community as a cult favorite. And then, you know, we annually get multiple concerts, um, whether with women playing the Sanderson sisters or drag queens playing the Sanderson sisters. As it should be. Uh, yeah. As it should be. Um, and it just kind of feels like if this wasn't already a Broadway musical, like it 
kind of just feels like it was. So very excited sure. to have this back. Of course, uh, Kenny Ortega, who lo- has lots of experience directing um, musicals for the screen, originally did the uh, the film. So it always has the that musical theater feel to it, even though I don't think it's technically a musical, even though there are no. musical numbers. Yeah, there are songs in it, but not technically a musical. I'm excited yeah. to see who they would get to play the Sanderson sisters. I don't know. I kind of remember we talked about this maybe pre pandemic, which maybe uh, again, again, maybe who's to say. And I I think I remember that there were like Broadway world posts about it and talking about who they wanted to be, who who they wanted to play the lead roles. And I think Eden Espinosa was one of them and she was completely on board with it. If it is, is I'm not conflating projects at this point, which is also very possible. Someone on uh, on theater Twitter said Jennifer Smart should play all three roles. And I pretty much (laughs) agree with that. (laughs) That would be good. I, like, who yeah. would you if if she just had to play one? Who would it be? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I might have to think about that one because she, I mean, like, could, she, she could, could do all be three. Bet. She could yeah, be of bet. course, of course. I mean, but yeah. you put Jennifer. Do you do something like put Jennifer Samard with Beth Level and uh, the dream. I don't know. Maybe like maybe like Kate Rockwell uh, uh, and those three, or I guess that's, that's the those dream three project anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need a little bit of uh, diversity yeah. there. Yeah, I didn't put much thought into that, but anyway, that's fine. Um, moving on, here is like the news news from the day. Yesterday, it was reported that the disgraced producer Scott Rudin and Broadway ad agency Spotco have settled their lawsuit that we previously discussed about. Uh, and that we previously discussed in which the ad agency claimed that Rudin had failed to pay back up to $6.3 million in advertising work. Chump change. To him, uh, lawyers for yeah. both sides uh, filed a stipulation of discontinuation in the New York Supreme Court on September 16th and did so with prejudice, which means that it cannot be refiled uh, and without mm. cost to either party. Uh, they did not say exactly what the terms of the settlement were, but clearly this means that they've reached some sure. sort of agreement that was satisfactory to both sides so that they could end this and do so without Thank having to disclose God, any finally. other information publicly. Um, we had talked about at one point, you remember, if the, if this continued to go, that means that Rudin would have had to have been deposed. We don't know if yeah. he had actually been deposed at this point, but... I would have liked to have seen those. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Just get the photos, print them all over. Yeah, Yeah, get like the videotape and and all of that stuff. But Uh. um, I I know this isn't going to be the case, Ashley. Mm. But I really, really hope that this is the end of us having to talk about Scott Rudin. It won't be, unfortunately. I so, so wish it was because every time I hear the name, it just puts a bad taste in my mouth. But here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, All right, real quick, I've got a couple bits of news of things happening outside of New York, which are kind of exciting. We have, I got, I think we started talking about this pre-pandemic again. Um, but this, there's going to be a staged concert, uh, performance of Stephen Schwartz's Children of Eden happening in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And that is intended to come to Broadway. That is the, the, the whole point of this concert. Right. It had originally, been set up to um, star Norm Lewis and all of these things pre-pandemic. That obviously didn't happen. They have started to announce some of the other people who will be taking on this production um, coming up this fall in October. Yeah. They've previously announced um, 
David Phelps, Sam Tusi, um, Corin Hawthorne, Randall Keith. But yesterday they announced that Grammy Award winner and stage and screen vet Michelle Williams, Destiny's yeah. Child, not Dawson's Creek, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> will be – you always have to differentiate. Of course. Um, she will be a part of this production. The last we heard of her in terms of a theatrical uh, – Con uh, the space where she was going to take over um, one of the roles in the Broadway revival of Once on This Island. She had some difficulty with that, um, dealing with her mental health. Oh, yeah, she decided to yeah. pull out of that after only one week of performances. She has also gone on now to launch a podcast called Checking In in partnership with iHeartRadio that discusses um, her experiences with depression and anxiety and other mental that. health journeys along with her and her friends. So excited for her to have the opportunity to kind of get her feet back wet into this world um she'd previously been in chicago on broadway so excited for that um i I, can i say this without getting people too mad at me i mean maybe (laughs) we'll find out she's she's number two on my destiny's child um rankings and Beyonce is not number one. So I'm just going to move on from that. That's incorrect. But I mean, I'm just saying, you're allowed, I'm just saying I guess just, you could be just blatantly wrong on the internet for free. I'm just talking about Destiny's Child rankings. I'm not yeah. talking about post Destiny's Child. Um, I mean, <laughs> I was a big Kelly Rowland fan. I just got to say it. I'm sorry. I'm a not big sorry. all three of them fan. They That's true. All Why do we have to pit the them together? Yeah. Why do we always have to pit you? women against each other? Here Damn comes it, the, the white man. <laughs> Um, Speaking of once on this island, yesterday it was announced that Alex Newell will lead a new world premiere production at the Pioneer Theater Company of a Broadway-bound musical called Shucked. He will be joined by a number of other really great theater um, originals in, or theater veterans, including John Bailman, uh, Kevin Cahoon, Andrew Durand, Caroline Inner Bickler, Taylor Trench. Um, this one is, is very exciting. It features a book by Tony Award winner Robert Horn and an irresistible score, they say, by Grammy Award winning songwriting team of Brandy Clark and Shane McCannelly, um, under the direction of Jack O'Brien. Uh, this show is, um, going to be part of the Pioneer Theater Company's uh, upcoming season that will begin on October 28th and will run through November 12th. I've not heard of this at all. Yeah, me neither. Um, so excited about this. Not much in terms of a plot description, but we will see what happens with yeah, that. Yeah, find out. I mean, another show getting ready to have an out-of-town world premiere is called The Secret of My Success. This one will be happening at the Theater Under the Stars in Houston. It'll be performed from October 25th through November 6th at the Hobby Center for the Performing Arts. It will star Ben Fankhauser, Ashley Blanchett, um, Brian Mathis, Sally Wilfert, and more. Um, this show is another one that is kind of beginning its run and kind of seeing where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, another one I don't know that I've heard a, a ton about o- same over same. the time. Good but, title. Uh, do you like that title? Yeah. I, Gordon, one reason I'm really excited about this is that Gordon Greenberg, um, wrote the book along with Steve Rosen, who we talked about. Yeah. Um, with the uh, the vacation musical. So they wrote the yeah. book together and uh, excited busy, to see busy. what happens with this. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, we only have one recommendation, and again, this depends on when you were listening to this. If you were listening to us on Patreon, while the calendar still says Thursday, September 29th <laughs> in the East, you have to wait till midnight. If yes. you're listening to this after that fact, either on Patreon or in the regular feed, you can already go to whatever streaming music listened. service. Yeah, listen to the new cast album for Into the yes. Woods. I am sure that my brother, who normally goes to bed at like 9, 30, or 10 o'clock, because yeah. he, he runs a golf course, so he has to get up early. I'm sure he's already stayed up till midnight to listen to it. Yeah, of course. So so we will see about that. But Managed to uh, get it ahead of time wait. somehow. Beat us all I mean, to the punch. He actually worked on it. Yeah. Probably. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Also, looked it up. Completely forgot about it. William Jackson Harper was in All the Way with Brian Cranston. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Totally forgot. Who did he play? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see the show. I, I did not see the show. That's all right. It doesn't matter. Stokely Carmichael and James Harrison. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that that I feel like that was still pre um the good place though. Uh 2014? So when did the yeah. good place start? A little bit after that, no? I would think like 16 or 17. Maybe. It went by so, too quickly. I missed it already. It did because it was only four seasons. So yeah. Yeah. it ended in 20, so probably 16. Yeah. So Ooh. I feel like we were both we were both right in that. Yeah. We were both right. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, All right. Don't forget to check us out on this week on Broadway and have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back to talk to you on Monday. Monday.